0: And my name is Mike Royer.
1: And this week, we're getting conflicting reports on the future of the DC movie slate. Um, yeah, you can say
0: that again. Uh, we're getting conflicting
1: reports on the future of the DC <laughs> movie slate. Um, you didn't think I'd do it, did you? You didn't think I'd do it, no. but I did um, I'm always good. I'm always here for a good pun. You know that, Mike. Uh, Star Wars gives us some release dates. Different things. Different things we'll talk about. Parents, you're going to want to catch up on these release dates. At least one of them according to the trailer we're going to talk about, right? (laughs) Uh, The Game Awards disappointed superhero fans all around, Mike, and we'll talk about what
0: that means at the top and later in the show as well, if you watched it. And more yeah it's hard it's hard for me to be disappointed because I I didn't watch it uh, but it's always fun to see the the hot takes and the trailers that come out afterwards so I, think, I think like I think like you sent a text to like the group chat reminding everybody oh look, the video games awards are on tonight yeah. and I'm just like huh they still yeah. do that thing oh yeah I, I always like I don't know if I'm just like internalizing this wrong but like I swear at one point in time there was like dueling video game award shows I don't know Mm -hmm. when it happened, but it felt like they were like trying to vie for what video game award show was going to be like the one. So I I, I guess this, I guess this is it—the video game awards.
1: Well, Jeff Keeley and the Game Awards have been around. He's been doing it for I think for ten years or or more now at this point. Now E3 might have had tried to do like their own thing or something like that. So yeah,
0: so yeah. is this where like a game of the year edition yes. games come from? Like, if you win at, well, <laughs> at this show, you no. can release a game of the year.
1: So that that's a that's a very gray area because if you win, like um, most players at a game award, like it may be in England or Europe, you can do that.
0: Like, but yes. So you just need to win. You just need to win any. Yeah, it's any like aw- it's like, any award at yeah, all. Yeah, it's like like like,
1: an, like you know it's like it's like the the Academy Awards, right? If you win an Academy Award for something, you're gonna you're gonna put it all over your game, uh, whatever. Um, but yeah, this is the one that I, I think most people, you know, the, where publishers will come to this. Huge names in the industry will come to this. They'll they'll do you know world premieres at this, right? So like when you're watching like. Um, like this, it's kind of like to me the Super Bowl of this. I'm here for the trailers, the awards. They don't, they even they know it. They just kind of rush through a lot of them. They just announce the five nominees and then say this is who won, and then they'll do like that three times in a row. It's very quick. And I'm just there to watch the trailers. And they all know everyone's here to watch the trailers.
0: Uh, <laughs> it so. is kind of it is kind of nice. Like we we talk about that occasionally when they do a uh, movie or a TV award shows, right? like how come the oscars you don't have all of these trailers you know debuting during the commercials it's like not a thing but people know during the video game awards look out for trailers yeah and and even the hosts are are like aware they're like yeah we know what you're here for let's
1: uh (laughs) let's let's
0: move along let's let's do this so yeah at least at least they got it Mm -hmm. um but more importantly than the video game awards chris is this is our last episode of the year? Yes, 2022. We are in the month of December. Mm-hmm. I think most people are kind of used to uh, some of their media and podcasts going on hiatus towards the end of the year. People got things to do with their yep. family. We got schedule conflicts, but yeah. luckily, the last episode that we have here for the year is is a stuffed one. Yeah, we got lots of drama to talk about from DC. And then, as we mentioned before, yes, we're going to watch Avatar. We're going to review it. It's going to be an extravaganza, yeah. but look for that in the brand new year, of 2023. Yeah. Uh, and we'll sit down and we'll talk it all out. I mean, that movie is like three hours plus long. We've got to rewatch the first one. Yeah. Chris is going down to, to Disney World right. the next weekend, which is why we're not recording. And he's going to be like riding the ride. So yeah, Chris right. is going to be like Avatar primed. From head yes. to toe so uh, you know go ahead read the other reviews go yeah. watch anyone else that you want to watch on youtube talk about the movie but then stick around yeah and then you'll see us in january <laughs> try to figure this blue world out that's
1: right blue world with blue water that i think that's mm-hmm. going to be the be- the worth the not the worst but the hardest part to to visually get across <laughs> is there's these blue people running blue creatures in blue water hey uh, if you're
0: colorblind i think there's a chance they might be like green or like yellowish brown oh uh, yeah Uh, Write in if you're colorblind. What color are the Navi? I want to know.
1: You lucky son of a bitch. (laughs) No, (laughs) um, but um, so, yes. So I will be going to Disney World next week. This is like the one of the few times where – I don't normally travel in the winter, um, you mm-hmm. know. It's but you know uh, we're going to Disney World, which I've I've talked up. Uh, I really only have one thing I want to do there, Mike, and and you know what this one thing I want to do at Disney World is like we're going for four
0: days. But what's the one thing I want to do more than anything? Yeah, you're trying to get a black crystal. I'm trying to build a
1: goddamn lightsaber, yeah. <laughs> so somehow
0: <laughs> you can create black. Light. Uh, light which yeah. is like an oxymoron so well, i'm really curious what the hell happens in yeah. this lightsaber well, it's, when it shoots out black light
1: it's gonna shoot black light everywhere uh you know you're gonna get black light all over the place uh, <laughs> but but it's it's more along the, like the dark saber right like everyone's like mm-hmm. you know you get a dark saber a black lightsabers i don't think it's gonna look as cool as that but the lightsabers there are a high quality build uh you go into this this workshop you pick um one of four different like styles of sabers you want whether you like want like a an obi-wan anakin style like a, a jedi uh, temple guard style like a one that's more natural and then an the sith style and then you build it from there i know uh, people uh, listeners of the show have done it uh listeners show jason whose birthday is today happy birthday jason um built a lightsaber when he was there last so i know he's got experience very excited but yes the, when you go to the gift shop you can buy more crystals for your saber to change the color anytime you want the red ones have a chance to have a black crystal in it, which you don't know until you get it. I'm very excited to get a black crystal. Hopefully, knock on wood. Probably not gonna walk out of there with one, but you know, uh, if I keep my my sights aimed high, I can probably do this. But I really just want to build a lightsaber. The yeah. Star Wars lane wasn't open last time I was there, but I could see it. Like like um like <laughs> similar to you you showing me pictures of. Uh, the super nintendo world um i was it's the same thing when i was in star i I was like standing at the gate looking in the star wars land like that's the millennium falcon like it's
0: so close i'm almost there
1: yeah so uh my my whole uh uh one day's whole planned entirely around that and eating at pizza rizzo uh which is
0: the muppet rizzo uh razz pizza place yes get yourself some blue milk as yep. well mm-hmm. at star wars land we have and a,
1: there's a we have a reservation at the bar uh the the, the drink place uh, that you have to Oga's have, cantina get, yeah we yeah, have a reservation get,
0: there yeah that's great uh i everyone goes on and on and on about this thing called a ronto wrap I've, I've yet to have one but it's like a hybrid of like hot dog meets like pita or something like that people seem to really like it so if you're hungry and you're in star wars land give yourself a give yourself a, the the pleasure of trying a ronto wrap i think ronto I like
1: wrap. It. yeah i'm taking a look at it right now uh, savory grilled sausage and roasted pork wrap Ooh, uh they even have like a little like a little i guess it's an animation of a droid rotating the spick uh when you get there it looks like <laughs> It's pretty funny, but yeah, so we have reservations for that. Um, but the other thing we, we weren't going to go to the animal kingdom, but, um, one of the things that we were going to do was uh, not available the week we're there. So we're actually going to get some park hoppers, go to animal kingdom and do uh, the avatar rides and go t- into, um, I guess Pandora section at night. Apparently they've lighted up really, really well. So I'll be bringing some of that back in a couple weeks. Um, but, yes, let's go back into the video game. I want to talk about Video Game Wars real fast. Just, just a couple couple highlights here. Uh, people mm-hmm. who listen to the show know I'm a huge fan of Marvel Snap, the mobile game, right? Free-to-play, card-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, it won the best mobile game
0: of the year, so um, I feel valid. And they <laughs> they snatched that up pretty quickly. I, that game, like, just came out, didn't it?
1: Yeah, uh, it, it's been out for about – I've been playing for about two months now. But, yeah, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, a, it's a back half of the year, not an earlier half of the year. So um, I don't know what the other competitors were, but I, I'm sure there are some, like, you know – Maybe Genshin Impact or, like, those other, like, um, you set yeah. the phone down, it, let, it plays itself kind of games. But Marvel sounds yeah. really, really fun, uh, if, you, if you like that. And the other thing I thought was cool, Mike, because we like VR, you know, we're, we're big VR fans, is the Ghostbusters VR uh, gameplay trailer was released. And I don't know if you oh. got a chance to see this or not. Um, know. I'll have to go check that out. Yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll make sure it's linked in here before we put it out. But you're, you're four player go, uh, together, and you each have a VR headset, but, like, you're, like, literally... Like trapping ghosts with like your like uh, proton packs, right? Like you're hooking them with four players, and someone has to like throw out a trap and capture it. Um, it looked pretty cool. Uh, if I'm going to be completely honest, because I didn't expect four player right Ghostbusters. Like when you hear VR, most are solitary kind of gameplays. So um, for them to have um, voice chat, and multiplayer uh, and co-op is really, I think, a, a huge selling point for me. And I know it's coming out for Oculus systems uh, pretty soon. So I'm pretty pretty stoked for that. But we got some more. Uh, related content um, from the Video Game Awards later in the show. We'll talk about um, some some pretty cool stuff. But you sent me a message, I believe, was it yesterday or Friday, about um, uh, one of Zack Snyder's weirdest movies <laughs> he's ever made. Um, and yes. I've seen Army of the Dead. Uh, uh, so go on, go on and tell us how, how you are now catching up on this classic movie uh, years yeah. later.
0: Yeah. Well, I've seen seen two movies this week, Chris. I've had the pleasure and displeasure of mm-hmm. uh, watching both of these films. The first one up is Sucker Punch, mm-hmm. from 2011. Like Chris was saying, from Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder is in the headlines this week, uh, thanks to James Gunn and Warner Brothers uh, again. So I was thinking. I feel like I have like this little Zack Snyder um, uh, hole in my uh, in my you know history of viewing in my brain. So I was like, I need to go watch Sucker Punch. I remember this movie when it came out. I remember seeing the trailers. They were very frenetic. Lots of crazy stuff going on. Slow motion, uh,
1: like nobody's business, right? Yes. Like-
0: uh, I I just I just vividly remember like. Uh, it's like cheerleaders are like schoolgirls, like holding katana blades and guns. I was like, Mm. well, this is, this is pretty wild. And then, uh, of course, after it came out, I remember it was met with very poor critical reception, so I just made the decision, I don't think I need to watch this one. Also, 2011, we were both kind of graduating from college. We had other things to worry about, Uh, (laughs) so this one kind of fell through the cracks. So, uh, not surprisingly, you kind of have to search this one, you have to hunt it down, not easily available to watch on a streaming service, so I had to watch it on Tubi with uh, commercial breaks uh, in between um, the, the acts and... This is a wild. Uh-huh, this is a uh-huh. wild uh-huh. example of a, of a film. Uh, this, I mean, this is the perfect example of Zack Snyder should have just stayed directing music videos. Maybe that's where his niche was because he has the flair for the visuals. But man, the the story is just absolutely rings hollow. And sometimes it left me feel feeling like a little disgusting, to the to the point of let me explain. I was telling Chris is uh, when I was watching Sucker Punch, since it has such a specific point of view and story, I almost thought that this was an adaptation of a graphic novel, right? Because mm-hmm. studios liked gra- adapting graphic novels and comic books, especially back in the like the late aughts, if you will, because it has a built-in o- audience. The story's already kind of proven, so I thought that's what was happening here. And then when I see the the contents of this movie about like mental health abuse. Prostitution, uh-huh. all of these like really heavy things. I'm, I'm thinking like, why did they have Zack Snyder adapt this graphic novel? This is like the perfect example of a movie that should have been, at the very least, written by a woman. It would have been even better if it was directed by a woman. And then I was shocked to find out, not only is this not an ad- adaptation, this is totally from the mind of Zack Snyder, yeah. written and directed by him and pretty much only greenlit off of the fact that he did Watchmen 300 and Dawn of the Dead. So he had proved himself a, a financially successful from the studios, and they did the worst thing that you can do with these very, very visionary directors is just take your hands off the wheel, release the reins, let them do whatever they want, and you get this crazy movie that I was just—I I should have caveated, Chris— I fast forwarded through the second act and most of the third act. I just I couldn't put up with it anymore. Just watching this crazy, weird, almost inception like dream sequence of a story where the character kind of fugues out and pretends her trauma is like a weird action movie. Mm-hmm. and uh, I just sca- it's I, like
1: it's like escapism, like, but not done well.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's so strange. And then, of course, You can go ahead and find uh, uh, commentary online from Snyder saying, like, oh, the studio forced me to cut scenes. There's a director's cut of this movie that I believe totally vindicates all of my decisions, but I don't even know who owns the rights for this movie anymore, so you're just going to have to wait and see. And the thing he was complaining about the most was, like, the studio asked him to cut a sex scene between the main character and uh, John Hamm, and he was like, oh, it was like, it was gonna be really empowering in a way to watch this scene. it's just like, come on, dude. This, this yeah. movie just did not work. You know, I appreciated that you went at it with a vision, but man, for a movie just so intense, like, I would say some of the action scenes are worthwhile just to look up on YouTube. And yes, they are all cut and clipped and put up on YouTube because they're really the only redeeming parts of the movie, right? Yeah. So there's like a cool kind of like samurai fight scene, there's mm-hmm. like some nazi zombie world war Two like creatures that are interesting like just just go watch some of the it's, clips on youtube yeah. don't don't watch this movie it's not good
1: well yeah it's it's got a really stacked cast is the weird part as well right like you know emily browning's the main actress and i remember her um from american gods you know oscar isaac uh as yeah that was villain. a surprise yeah. to see oscar
0: uh, i was like what are you doing and, in this movie dude
1: and Craig, uh, john ham i think is also in it for a little bit uh here and mm-hmm. there. um you know it, it's got a really <laughs> interesting cast of, of, of great great actors and actresses but like this is just a a really really yeah, again it's I... a music it's a long music video or like multi, maybe multiple music videos that were oh just kind of strung together and Cr- tried to make a story out of.
0: Remember when we were talking about Army of the Dead, however many years ago that was, and we talk about how on the nose Snyder is with his musical choices? Like yeah. he played... He did put zombie in his uh, army of the dead. Oh, yeah. Um, In this one, during the scene where she gets taken to like the insane asylum, the song, like, there goes my mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, And it's just like, come on, dude. Can you not think past the most obvious uh, like decision? I don't. It was just. Uh, anyway, so that was Sucker Punch. I'm glad it's gone and over with, yep. and now I have some some fuel, some ammunition when we get mm-hmm. into the the DC bits uh, later in this episode. But and on a positive note, I had a chance to see Puss in Boots: The Last Wish uh, a couple weeks early, uh, just yesterday, and I went in with pretty low expectations because, I mean, come on, Puss in Boots it's a it's a it's a um, it's a spin-off character from the second Trek movie uh it had its own like you know i think it was a i don't know if it's it streaming it, but it had its own netflix, like, TV i think it was show. a netflix
1: series um yeah that i'm sure series. was
0: primarily like aimed like towards kids and everything and then all of a sudden like it's coming back and then there's like a little bit of intrigue because they're using kind of like this new visual look and design to the world and the character so i you know i, I went in and surprisingly had a great time the script is really funny i love the story it's very quick and to the point there's this kind of wolf-like adversary character in the movie that's like legitimately creepy the way they film it and light it and shoot it they do kind of the the um the slower frame rate stop motion style in certain scenes to kind of like punch up the emotion and the feeling of it and it has like a great resolution and there's like some kind of little tearjerker like family Mm. style moments towards the end and it was it was great like i was shocked i'm almost like a little upset that the movie kind of has to contend against avatar this holiday yeah. it comes out a week after avatar so hopefully maybe it'll be some kind of like some counter programming well, right d- during the month of october i don't
1: think children um who've been born since avatar one come out want to watch
0: avatar two so i think this <laughs> might be a good opportunity if you if yeah you need possibly to clean your palate but yeah but big big recommendation for mm. puss in boots the last wish um they uh, like the also like the voice cast is Amazing! It's been a while since I've seen like an animated feature film where like the voice cast to me was more than just kind of like there, right? Like this really feels like they are becoming the characters unless like they made a bunch of characters knowing that these famous actors were going to play them. So Antonio Banderas is just oh chef's kiss he's great as puss in boots i always i always forget how good of a voice actor he is especially for that uh character so yes Mm -hmm. go watch puss in boots i wish
1: i I just want to go ahead and and say i really like the first one um as well i I think it's still it's still got a pretty good run i don't know the rotten tomato score i saw this the other day because they were doing all the shrek movies because of this one Mm -hmm. i think it actually is like above most of the other shrek movies like except maybe Mm -hmm. like the first one uh so i wouldn't discount this franchise at all I, it's very witty it's got one of my favorite moments one of my favorite gifts i probably use more than anything it's like these two cats are like being quote-unquote catty in like a bar and this one in the middle is like ooh and puts his hand over his mouth it's like oh i think i remember yeah, that, yeah it's it's hilarious but it's um it's it's got a pretty pretty good um pretty pretty good lineup as well i think most of the voice cast came back for this so um yeah that's
0: awesome the um uh... Yeah, I would say the the humor is slightly, just slightly more family friendly than I would say uh, one of the mainline Shrek movies, which I would say push the envelope maybe a little bit more mm-hmm. towards adult humor. But there is a little bit of that too in this in this movie. So feel free yep. to take the whole family; yep. you'll have a great time.
1: And I just looked it up: um, the Adventures of Puss in Boots on Netflix has six seasons. <laughs> Uh, oh, dang. <laughs> They're uh, pumping those out. I mean, um, and, uh, you know, Netflix Notorious for canceling things after two seasons uh, did six of these. So um, fantastic. Good, good for it. That's awesome. Good recommendation. Uh, mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, Mike, I um, we had a, a Christmas gathering here uh, at my house yesterday uh, with uh, some, some close uh, family and friends. And uh, I was able to literally make my own Christmas movie playlist and put it on and watch it in the background while people are over um so a lot of these again were mostly background means i've seen a lot of them but that always means i always perk up whenever my favorite parts are coming um akin to i will say like a christmas vacation i hear the music for the scene and i'm like he's about to say merry christmas shitter was full uh so (laughs) i just know um but the movies i got to watch yesterday include the the santa claus the original tim allen movie which just got a new show on netflix or not netflix disney plus um that's i believe wrapping up soon how the grinch stole christmas the cartoon version which is the superior version i don't care what anybody says mike <laughs> we have to throw down uh, a christmas story which i'm not as familiar with i didn't grow up watching this um in our house but you know was able to see you know you know i've always i always said you know you'll shoot your eye out the pink bunny outfit, the, the leg lamp, obviously. There, Ernest Saves Christmas. I always tell people to thank Ernest P. Whirl every year uh, for that for saving Christmas, because if he didn't save Christmas, we wouldn't <laughs> have it anymore. It Exactly. Was, it was it. Uh, Christmas Vacation, obviously. And then uh, today is the 30th anniversary of up Muppet Christmas Carol, uh, which we watched. And that new version, which I've talked about almost every week for the show for the past <laughs> month, is now on Disney+. Plus, So you can go watch with the extra three minute song uh, as well. But um, I was able to literally get most of my Christmas movies in, in one sitting this weekend, uh, which was fantastic because like, but again, when we go to Disney for the week before Christmas, you aren't, you don't watch a movie when you go to Disney world, Mike, you, you don't sit down in the hotel, you go, go, go. Um, so uh, very, very excited to get this. I did say, you I asked you for recommendations. The one movie I didn't put on here, which I think a lot of people would agree is elf needed to be in here. Um, for like a background noise because like you don't have to watch it to, to know everything going on there. So uh, my my call is still, if you have any Christmas movie recommendations, classics, favorites, let me know because I, I'm just going to keep building this playlist. So if anyone, you know, comes over, I can just be like, oh, we'll still this on, pick a random one and, and go and, and and have it keep keep playing. So uh, happy holidays to everyone. Merry Christmas. Well, well, I, it's almost early in the show, but we will talk to you after Christmas. But yeah, let's go ahead and say it now, my Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, let's jump into the news, and the news that we've already talked about multiple times before we even get to this point is Avatar The Way of Water releases uh, in theaters uh, on Friday. Uh, so if you've been dying to, to see a sequel 13 years later to Avatar, um, now's your chance. Um, what I did not know, and, and simply because this movie, uh, um, The Way of Water is coming out, there's more and more Avatar articles, is the Avatar The Last Airbender movie, uh, which nobody mm-hmm. nobody claims... Was called the Last Airbender because James Cameron had like trademarked the movie Avatar since like 1999. Um, so even when they were making that movie, they couldn't use it because James Cameron still owned like the, the the copyright on that movie title or whatever, which is wild to think he's had it, I guess, in his back pocket for, you know, um, you
0: know, coming up on 25 yeah. years. Yeah, he was ready to go. It's always funny to me the word Avatar. I was introduced to it first. Through the internet, right? Before they were called profile pictures, mm-hmm. they were called avatars pretty much up and down the border. And then I think also in the Xbox 360 era, when you could make like the little kind of thing that was kind of avatars, similar to yeah. like a Nintendo Mii, I think those were also called like avatars. Mm-hmm. Yep as as well so it's it's always it's it's funny to me that this new generation like doesn't really understand that that word is not really something new that was invented to mean aliens yeah. in well, a way. It, so. well but it doesn't
1: because the movie you you're literally embodying another thing that, that mm-hmm. represents you so you are being an it is an avatar in the same way it's like the internet but like mm-hmm. i don't even think i just think james cameron's blue people like i i, I know what you're saying like it's like an alien yeah, um, I
0: always have to remind myself that they're they're actually called, N-t- like, Natiri, right? Um, uh, no, that's
1: that's the, – they're, they're Navi. Natiri Navi, is, right. is the um, is Zoe Saldana's character's name.
0: Oh, okay. See? You're, yeah, you confusing. were
1: there. Yeah, it, it's right. And um, the actor who plays uh, Jake Sully, um, I can't think of his name. He was in Terminator, and he was, like, in, like, eight movies in, like, two years. Like, every action movie, you turned around and have this guy in him. And he's not been in anything since Avatar. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's gonna—is is he coming out of retirement to do this? What? But
0: maybe uh, he had like a cushy contract. They're like, uh, residuals. we don't want to lose you in between the first one and the second one.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're gonna pay you residuals. So just, just, just stay fit and and Oh and man, can you imagine?
0: Yeah. He's just like, eh, I'll just take one yeah. percent. Off the top of this movie. <laughs> Half a percent
1: still, you'd still be yeah. rolling in it. Um. The other cool thing about this, and I don't have in the notes here, it's just more of a talking point, I mentioned, I think maybe off air, is they have filmed all of Avatar 3 already, right? Um, they did 2 and 3 at the same time because they, they shot it like a six-hour movie. Like that if they're in a one location, they're going to film all the scenes in one location at a time. That way they only have to pack up and move you know, as minimal as possible, uh, which was cool. But they've also filmed, I believe they said the first act or, or maybe the first uh, third of um the fourth movie already because i believe it might have been the producer or james cameron, uh, john Landauer the producer uh or james cameron himself said there is a time jump like a five-year time jump um in that movie the fourth movie or, or a couple year time jump so the kids they filmed everything into the kids as kids and then they were like okay well we'll we'll come back and film this after you've aged up a bit to fill the role a little bit better um no so um there's no guarantee we're even going to get a fourth movie but i would not be surprised if we get all five like just even if the last one just breaks even um which i think it still will you know make money i I think they're going to make all five of these when it's Mm -hmm. all said and done this isn't black adam we're talking about here mike this actually (laughs) made this this has the opportunity to make money along the way are you are you foreshadowing here i, I am yes i course? am i'm very much <laughs> so uh yeah we got dc we got dc news like nobody's a business next so avatar out of the way we're not going to talk about it again until next year uh so um we will we will let you guys know what we think when we come back uh let's jump into dc the biggest news i think that maybe overshadowed the rest of the news this week was uh, wonder woman 3 is not moving forward at warner brothers In its current state, Mike, um, or at least what was going to be its
0: current state. Um, Yeah, and I I feel like chronologically too as well, we'll talk about the other bits of news, but this seemed to be like a a late Wednesday, maybe Thursday revelation in the week, and there had already been other kind of like foreboding news for DC earlier in the week. So by the time I got to this Wonder Woman news, it's just kind of like, oh, they're clean. They're cleaning house, yeah. is what it seems like. They are trying to start yeah. from scratch.
1: Well, yes and no. So this is the interesting part here. I don't know why this is coming out now because apparently Patty Jenkins fought with the Warner Brothers executives before James Gunn and Peter Safran even came into this the picture here, um, because she didn't want to edit her her script and story. She wanted to do it as is, uh, and then apparently in this whole you know, back and forth with them. She sent them uh, an email with the wiki link to the the definition of character arc, um, because uh, you know she wanted to, I guess, have it her way. Um, at the end yeah. of the day, like she's fighting yeah. with him. So I I think even though it is interesting to come out with all this other news, this might have just been in the background and someone got their hands on it because of everything. Like, hey, here's the new slate from James Gunn. Wonder Woman three is not on it. They didn't do it somebody else made that decision beforehand
0: yeah and also to be clear a lot of the news that came out this week were was from like the hollywood reporter or deadline Mm -hmm. so these weren't like official announcements so somebody within dc is like reaching out and and talking to and talking to the news so obviously we have to take a little bit with grain of salt but this was so much had happened (laughs) this week that even uh james gunn made like an official announcement along the sides of uh, some of the stuff you heard is true, some of it wasn't, and uh, some of it just has not been decided yet. So I think the safest thing to take away from this is that there's going to be a big shake-up on the D.C. Yeah. side of things, which makes sense. You don't hire, like we hire—like we've heard—I've heard this saying before relating to other things, right? It's like you don't bring in new people— Or you don't buy something brand new to not do anything with it or to not change it, right? It's not like they're gonna like stay the course and just like you know give better notes on scripts, right? They're gonna totally like change the strategy over there, DC. And 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 honestly, I think the funniest rebuttal to the whole Patty Jenkins sending the link to Wikipedia for character arc is like, oh, did they reply with the reviews for Wonder Woman two? Which is, (laughs) I, I would say a like a pretty funny dig. Also, like a defender could always say like oh well the studio you know interfered with the second one and maybe it wasn't her vision or you, you're the, the fact of the matter is we're just never gonna know the mm-hmm. whole truth exactly what it was but yep we could say there is a pretty wild difference between the first yeah. Wonder Woman and the second Wonder Woman. So, what yeah. the heck happened? And how often, right, is the first movie good, second movie bad, and then the third movie comes back around to being good? I mm-hmm. mean, the only thing off the Avengers? top of my head is like, uh, yes, Avengers or like maybe yeah. Thor. It does yeah. not happen but, often.
1: But but the difference between those is those were different people running the the, the ship, right, every time. Exactly. Uh, like, if you have the same person in charge, you're gonna get a um, Zack snyder's situation right you're going to get a man <laughs> of steel you're going to get a batman v superman and then the justice league uh even um you know joss whedon being the the link that made avengers two bad and um justice league obviously i think worse than the, the one that came out but still both of them weren't amazing at the end of the yeah. day now i think the other thing is here um gal gadot she could easily stay on as 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 you know wonder woman right um, they mm-hmm. could do a Wonder Woman three with a different writer and a different director. I don't think that is out the gate completely. I just think, and and, and you know, this is a pat. This is a Patty Jenkins trying to stand her ground and, and pull essentially a well I, again just go about Avatar, a James Cameron, right? Like, hey, <laughs> I did th- I did this first movie good. Give me give me three and, and don't tell me what to do. But obviously two critically and probably financially um, because it was on HBO max. I don't blame her for that. Um, probably a lot of the signs are saying, yeah, we, we, we need to work to, I'm, I'm going to be nice, but we need to work together to make this better. And she's saying, no, I don't want the feedback. I want to do what I want to do. Cause it's the story I, I want, but I still think wonder woman and, and Gal Gadot has a place in a new DC universe with, with, with James Gun- whatever James Gunn and Peter Safran are planning. I think that she could fit into there, right? Like I like her her two movies are if you take out the the Snyder stuff, her two movies are in the past and could easily pull her into the future and not have any issues. Right? I mean, I don't think Gal- I don't think Gal- that was a problem at all with with her with her stuff. Yeah,
0: no, she was a uh, she was still is a great Wonder Woman, but yeah, we'll have to see yep. strategically what happens. So, let's guess move on to the next character yeah, yeah. in this dc universe yeah. and theorize
1: so, about that one so uh in in uh i think a QA maybe on twitter facebook instagram whatever james gunn's doing uh, it could be Macedon even um he has said that superman is an important character for dc however <gasps> wait uh,
0: gasped really <laughs> yeah uh
1: however a man of steel 2 pitch was rejected by executives pre james gunn and, and peter Saffron again. Um, But, and Henry Cavill announced his return before the script was denied, like, in, like, kind of, like, the Black Adam era of this. Mm -hmm. So, um, it sounds like a lot of people jumped a gun and then got their hands slapped uh, because they were like, no, we actually don't want this. So, no one is sure if a Man of Steel 2 is actually moving forward at this time. And I think this is probably, when you mentioned James Gunn saying, like, hey, some of this is true, some of this isn't, some of this is still in flux, this might be the flux one, right? Like, this feels like yes you need to do superman you have to have superman but i don't we don't know what's happening with us they haven't done anything in years um yeah it'll be 10 years uh in 2023 since we had a solo superman film
0: yeah i mean i i hate it that the best solution also just ends up it looks like they'll probably be copying something marvel's heading towards right with some sort of big multiversal clash Uh, And I'm not saying this is unique to Marvel either. DC has also done this in comic books as well, right? But Marvel looks like they're going to beat them to the punch again because it looks like the best solution for DC to do is kind of take what you have right now that works, maybe move forward with it a little bit, and then do something creatively to wipe the slate clean and start over from Mm -hmm. fresh, from scratch, because... That's what they want with all of these characters, right? They want them to synergize and be like combo-breaking multipliers, like on a Street Fighter game, right? Yeah, a couple good punches every once in a while is good, but they want that like twenty-four hit combo that gets them billions and billions of dollars. You know, spins off theme park land, sells (laughs) tons of merch, you know, streaming shows. You can't do that when you're just kind of doing one these one-off movies. You know, and every once in a while, one of them's good.
1: Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's, you know, you could have a, a lighter, like you mentioned one too much, like you have like a, a heavy one and a lighter too, right? Like we mentioned before, and you know, we've talked about Ant-Man, like, you know, you have an Avengers movie, then an Ant-Man. Okay. The, Ant-Man may not be the best movie and the most record-breaking world, but people still feel in that universe, right? Like it's all there. Like, Hey, this is going to pay off someday down the road. Uh, and, you know, again, I, I saw a picture today. I didn't put it in here, but the Joker 2 is filming. What does that have to do with any of this? Anything? <laughs> exactly. No, nothing. Nothing at all. Um, you know, while it can and probably will be a, a, a good movie or, you know, something that people watch and talk about, Superman is one of the biggest characters in the comic books, something everybody knows. They had cartoons. Um, the uh, Christopher Reeve movie came out 44 years ago yesterday. Uh, right on the anniversary so we've been watching superman i believe they even have like what was the the was a uh what was that animated show i downloaded for you mike the old superman stuff from like the the 40s the
0: the fleischer yeah like
1: like like they've been doing superman for years and here we are just kind of wondering if they're going to do superman right like you've got
0: to make an action and also this is a good time to remind everybody Uh, these franchises and characters are going to die along with the heat death of the universe, Mm -hmm. right? You know, when we're all elderly, uh, or, you know, no matter what age you are, like, all of this is going to get rebooted again and turned around and over. Like, this isn't the first time they've made superhero movies, right? (laughs) Like. Looked back at, like, classic Superman. You're even, like, the Batman universe that they were building out, you know, for a while there. When you, like, when the novel idea was making a sequel to a superhero movie, like, oh, wait, the, they're coming back as Batman and we're going to see similar characters yeah. again? Uh, so, yeah, so this is all a good point to, re- to remind yourself, like, whatever's happening right now is not the end-all, be-all of yep. what you'll be watching in the future. Like, you'll be in a different chapter of your life in a decade two decades you know they'll make more maybe they'll get it right that time for you yeah but i i I feel like we are past this phase and universe and it might be able to ink out a couple more movies with these actors but like this this can't keep going forward if
1: even if you keep the actors a a change is needed right and that's i think what Mm -hmm. you're saying is like you can't continue what's happened you know in in this um essentially the uh Zack Snyder set set up right the past 10 years you've got to wipe it clean or like keep maybe keep the actors like you got to have a a reset button like okay Mm -hmm. we're gonna re we're gonna power this off power it back on and hopefully we get something different um kind of deal so hopefully there is a a a soft reboot that happens and is good because I think you can still salvage some bad stuff right like Mm -hmm. you know um I I, again I I think if you look at the MCU it didn't start on a great foot right Iron Man once great incredible hulk people really don't talk about it right it's not really getting its payoff until recently iron man 2 not that good right in hindsight like it's okay it's not the best movie in the world um thor 1 mediocre uh right to people uh, when they bleach chris hemsworth eyebrows god i just i can't <laughs> watch that um you know even captain america it's a good movie but i don't you know we're not talking like you know, Black Adam numbers here. I, again, I'm, and then we'll we'll bring up what that means in a second. But um, <laughs> uh, but like you know, there's ways to to fix some of this, and I think they, they just need to, I like we've always talked about with DC, someone is now driving the ship, right? We've always said someone needs to drive the ship. They got someone to drive the ship. Two people, now start making a plan of action and follow it, uh, because if you don't, we're just going to be spinning our wheels by the time their contracts up, and they're like, well. And they'll probably get frustrated nothing got done, and we'll be back in this whole cycle again of, of mediocre films or people being wishy-washy. Like, cameos for these actors that have been around for 20 years that they never got a movie from. So, um, I, th- I think we're both in agreement there. But hopefully, you know, I, I don't mind Henry Cavill. I think he could be fine. But Superman is it needs to be a priority going forward. Black Adam, boy, The Rock, he is out here just using his social God. media presence to his his <laughs> his benefit. If he's not trying to promote a jacked um, J.K. Simmons for his Red One, is it Red One movie? Because there's Red Notice, and now there's Red One. It's his Christmas movie. Um, that's going to be on Netflix. Uh, he has um, out saying very much so after we talked last week about Black Adam not making a profit. He is saying yes this movie is making money for people like um maybe not a lot of money but it's making some money folks so don't don't listen in to all the quote-unquote noise out don't there on out the uh, on the internet like so, i
0: say every time i criticize the rock at the risk of one day getting my face Be launched in, in an elevator with them and yeah. like just being obliterated into uh, little bits of matter uh, from an angry, angry Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, th- that tweet was so sad, and I would, I would stretch to say almost pathetic in a way, right? You are The Rock, one of, if not the biggest movie star on the planet. You should not be tweeting about making a couple million dollars off a superhero movie. You should be tweeting about breaking records when you make a superhero movie right so it's just i feel like he would have just looked so much stronger and then perceived mm-hmm. so much better if he just didn't bring it up like just move on to the next yep. property like this this isn't working dude the movie wasn't good uh i know there's some defenders out there but overall this did not launch the way that you thought so just leave just move on it just felt so it's like what are you doing put the put the phone down like you don't, somebody take the login away well, from him. This so, is sad so, to me. So
1: the other part of his, the the second half of his tweet, um, he says, you know, he's it's making you know fifty million dollars, you know, four hundred million worldwide, uh, and then he somehow in parentheses puts the first Captain America did three hundred seventy million, a movie in twenty eleven, at the turning point of superhero movies, right? Like before the next movie after it did a billion dollars. That's not a good thing. You don't want to compare against a movie eleven years ago that was like building, you know, something and like ah, we we did thirty million more than it did when it came out. I'm like, dude, they had a plan back then, right? Like they knew they knew the next movie was Avengers, and uh, they they had a building stone. You don't have a building stone. It's just really, like you said, embarrassing that you have to go out there and do this. Uh, Yeah,
0: it's strange. It's almost like this is the first time the the Rock in a long time has kind of found a crack right in his armor. Uh, The first time he's kind of underperformed in his uh, this phase of his career, so he's just trying to remind people, like, oh no, this can still, I we can still make this work. We can still make this work. Like, no, you are supposed to be posting wins and wins and wins, not like these like technicalities. Also. Uh, if you really want to go into it, like with inflation, yeah, he, he really didn't do better he, <laughs> than a, that, 90, in that movie. I just did the math; it's ninety ninety million less than. Uh, yeah, it's not it's not like a huge factor difference, but yeah, it's not the same. If you that's like cool,
1: well, that, that's twenty five
0: percent of the whole whole uh, gain right there. It's like yeah, but it's just anyway, like, it's like c- come on, man. It just it just didn't work out. Yeah. You weren't gonna be making bangers for your the, entire life, so you just just. The, Roll with the punches. The, man. Well, the best thing is just
1: shut up. Just don't say anything. <laughs> like, 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 like that's that's the best thing you could have done, right? Don't draw attention to it because people, no, no one. I, I've not met anyone defending Black Adam, but The Rock um, at this point. Um, not that it's a bad movie, but like, it's not the best movie, right, this year. Um, it's not the for worst. The easy. He, we saw Morbius. The, but yeah, yeah but the, the, way the way he, talks. he for,
0: yeah, for the way he talks about it, I mean, it's just yeah. like, come on,
1: man. it changed the world. Um, but but anyway, I, I know he's his own hype man. And if, and if he's not hyping himself up, who is? But like you know, after all this talk about it and everything, like in, right now, everyone is very unsure about the status of Black Adam in the DCU going forward. Uh, whether that's uh, guns and saff. Again, I'm gonna always say I say gun and saffron. I want to give James Gunn all the credit because you know I know it's a it's a duo working there. But like if they say, man, we don't see this or or no, he's out. Right, like he's not really making the calls at the top of the the food chain here.
0: Um, Yeah. That's going to be, that's going to be like a strain, like who breaks the news to one of the biggest movie stars in the world. Right. Like, Ooh, sorry, but it just didn't work. Like I, man, I wouldn't like, they get paid a lot to deliver that bad news. So I don't feel bad, but like, Ooh, that's mm-hmm. gonna be a that's gonna be a rough maybe they'll just do it over Zoom, right? Yeah. No, no, you don't need to come in, Dwayne. No, yeah. no, no, you don't need to come in today. Just follow this Zoom did, link, trust me. <laughs> did
1: did you get that that large order of chicken we sent you? Uh do, do you have it in front of you? Okay, good. Well now that now that they've got all your chicken, let, let's let's tell you the bad news. Um,
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, don't worry, it's it's boneless, it's skinless, yeah. you're good to go. I,
1: I could also see James getting Peter Stafford calling him like, Hey look, you know, this isn't working in our plan. It, it's not you, it's us, right? Kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And or Maybe even like, hey, look, we have a plan for you. It may not be what you want to do, but we can take this character and, and fit you in here. Do you want to play ball, kind of deal? Um, yeah, I
0: could see like, cause I think Saffron and Gun are talented, and they could position, you know, all of these pawns that are on the table in a way that could, you know, win the game, yep. right? But everyone's gonna have to play ball, yeah. and I, I, I mean, I think before the movie came out uh Dwayne wasn't going to bend to anybody right he thought this was going to be this was going to be a huge deal but now that it's not maybe now he's a little bit more open to compromise yeah
1: yeah 100% and I think honestly you know how do you how do you leverage the rock does have a a voice right he does have a he's very vocal people do listen to his tweets whether they're right or wrong um or his I guess any social media and so like what how do we leverage that as well like how can we like hey, look our goal is to have you eventually we're going to fight shazam like i know you want to fight superman but we need to have you do the shazam thing first you know we're doing a magic in the, in the dcu portion um you know maybe one day we'll get to superman but we can you go along so i, I think there's opportunity and not saying he's outright completely but i don't think he's like he said he's not making that call anymore like he's he's he, he ate all those chickens so <laughs> counting his eggs before they hatch if you will uh, Aquaman. So this is this is the other news, and I think this is more fan news than actual news. This is where I'm going to go down this road, Mike, because I don't. Um, this doesn't sound right. So Aquaman, Jason Momoa may not stay in the role of Aquaman, Arthur Curry, after the Lost Kingdom movie comes out later in 2023, the end of 2023. It um, is very heavily rumored that he will transition to the role of Lobo, the galaxy bounty hunter. Uh, in the DCU because he's always lobbied and wanted to play that part. James Gunn has also, I believe, shared a a photo uh, of, of Lobo on his social channels. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why he couldn't do both, right? Like, I think they could look pretty close and be the same actor and no one would say anything or be confused
0: because like, well, one's in I mean- space, one's in water, but... I mean, I guess if the, if the longer term plan is to kind of bring all of these things together in some sort of event or crossover movie, right? I think that could be kind of odd or maybe not odd. We just haven't quite seen that exact scenario play out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they do something multiversal, right, in Marvel and they bring back the kind of uh, somewhat classic fantastic for it, right? You know, is, is there going to be like a Johnny Storm that kind of looks like, hey, you kind of look like somebody I met before, right? Yeah. You know, is, is that g- joke going to play out? Um, but, you know, it's like I said before, all of these solutions could be coming to a uh, multiversal type of situation. Uh, so theoretically, if there's infinite universes, right? You know... Like a the, crisis uh,
1: on infinite Earths?
0: Yeah, like <laughs> okay. the, human, the human being that became yeah. Arthur Curry, maybe in this universe actually became Lobo or, well, you know, I, I, I think if there is a general, if there is a generalized reset, right. In DC at some point in time, yeah, you can swap actors. It's not going to be yeah. that big of a deal, but I don't think canonically in the Aquaman universe that he lives in, whatever that is, yeah. uh, of a, a similar Lobo would exist. Right. Uh, so this would probably be some other universe. Yeah, It could be, it, but if they don't
1: do that and then he, he goes to do See Aquaman to me Arthur Curry's one of the blonde haired right the 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 old classic you know thing not mm-hmm. not not the Jason Momoa look which is like a newer like and that's fine like maybe they could maybe it's not Arthur Curry maybe they replace the Aquaman with another one and then Jason Momoa goes on does Lobo somewhere else so it's it, it, it they, they're not the same actor but even if they did I think Lobo it looks different enough like if they were in the same like scene which I don't see them maybe doing and and if they did it would just be them yelling my man at each other back and forth until mm-hmm. someone's like, You gotta stop this. We gotta we gotta we gotta move on with the battle. Uh but I, I think they can make it work if they wanted to. Now, is there any truth to this? Is or is it just, you know, again Jason Momoa saying, I really want to do this role and that's all he's saying and there's no like actual truth to this? Possibly. Like, right? Like I, he's he's probably making a lot of money playing Aquaman, and they're probably gonna have to do a pay cut if he's gonna go to like a very obscure character such as Lobo, the
0: space bounty hunter. Yeah, uh, I would imagine he would probably just maybe shift to like a revenue share yeah. model on the box office. So yeah, they yeah. probably wouldn't have to yeah. worry too much I th-
1: about that. I, I think I think I don't think he'll do it. I don't think I don't think who knows what's gonna fucking happen. But like this is just a weird it's a weird thing to think about having one actor play play two roles in the universe, but. They, the way stranger things have happened uh well i guess dr strange played i guess, oh that's variance is different anyway moving on um <laughs> also with aquaman um you you i read this and then you sent it to me later was that um there's some test screenings going around right of of aquaman and the lost kingdom and they are not including ben affleck's batman in those screenings um so there's two ways to look at this one is they've just cut him out whatever they film with him if they even filmed anything, I don't know if they, they did or not, um, did they cut them out completely and they're just not using them anymore, which could be a feedback from the Saffron gun, right? Um, heads on, on high. Or are the test screenings not including everything because they're not ready yet, right? Like, there's a lot of pre-production, especially I assume if you have underwater stuff. They're just not including all the, all the scenes. They're just including, like, major beats to, like, hey, did we get this right? On, on test screens.
0: yeah, maybe that that could be it. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but also, right, we have other. I feel like we we've had other you know hints that maybe this um, this Keaton is not gonna move forward as widely as we thought pre gun and saffron. It seemed like they were gonna be building out something more. With Keaton yeah. moving forward, and maybe now that's getting scale backed. I mean, especially with Bat well, well, with well, uh, Batgirl off of the.
1: Well, you're, the radar. you're jumping. You're jumping ahead here. We're talking Ben Affleck first. You're jumping to the next bullet point. So Ben Affleck was doing Batman stuff from his Justice League with with
0: aquaman so it sounds like he's out completely see this to be, to be, and yeah uh, i i will use my own confusion as an arguing point yes here. there are too many Batman going on i'm yep. so confused and it's crazy to think that a batman movie came out yeah earlier this year that was really good mm. and it was a totally brand new one and it was good yep. like i'll use this as my point to say like if if you are brand new and you're looking to like build off of a universe just build off of that brand new batman right mm-hmm. i know it's a more grounded realistic like gritty world and like you know maybe that doesn't work with some of the other characters or maybe it's not as as Big of a box office draw long term, but like you can slowly pivot and change it, right? Like we've had some pretty like dark and serious Marvel movies where the characters have crossover in more light-hearted tones, right? So that would be that would be my idea, my strategy. You got a great brand new Batman here. This brand new Batman should meet Superman in a movie or two. And this brand new duo of Batman and Superman, they could come across Lobo in a couple other movies, right? It's just I feel like they got a perfect starting point here and i'd love them to go off of that and get some of these other yeah. bat other well, batman out of the way
1: well so we're gonna we're, we're, to clear your confusion. we're gonna we're gonna move from ben affleck not be Batman to this mm-hmm. batman movie that was scrapped that was called um is essentially batman beyond it was where michael keaton would move on past i believe the flash and batgirl to become a a mentor to um terry mcginnis right um role in, in this movie it was never previously yeah. announced but it like they had a script they'd had a lot of you know i think a lot of people done but like this was not worked prior to james gunn peter saffron and they i don't know if they killed it or somebody else killed it but boy would that have just confused you even more if
0: all these had, well, had come to fruition yeah i mean so this is the this is kind of the weird thing where maybe i will uh deviate from a little bit from what I just said. So I think the coolest thing about Batman Beyond, especially when I'm looking back at it nostalgically, is I loved the futuristic vibe of it, right? I loved kind of like this techno world that a Batman had to live in. And it really made Bruce feel out of his element too, Mm -hmm. right? Because he was just... He was this really, like, grizzled brawler, right? And now these these new villains, you really have to, you know, start using a lot more technology in order to, like, beat them, which kind of put Bruce out of his element. So, like, I, I can't imagine, like, the current Batman that we just started at the beginning of the year, like, oh, we're going to have to wait, what, like, 20 years until... Um, until uh uh Pattinson is old enough for him to be an older Bruce like no I'm not expecting that so I'm almost okay with maybe if there's like an alternate future timeline where we get to do like a Terry McGinnis story I would be okay with that uh but I think Batman Beyond is so cool I only want them to do it if it's really going to work, right? So if they're if they're starting to get, like, a little nervous that maybe this kind of, like, Keaton setup is not quite as solid as they thought it would be, uh, I would yeah, err on the side I, of caution.
1: Well, again, this movie's not going to happen, so that that's good. I'm going to lean the other way away from you because I don't have an affinity for Batman Beyond. and never watched it. Um so, oh, Chris, I,
0: Chris, it's so that, good, and, and
1: that may be fine. But I think if we make an exception here, there's going to be more and more exceptions, right? We already have a Joker universe. We already have a, the uh, Robert Pattinson universe. They're going to have you know these other Batman and somewhere. So I think we just nix it and then hopefully work towards that. I like you said, like Marvel, you know, they didn't jump out with the the Infinity Gauntlet, you know, out the gate. They they did wait and they built up to it. I think there's an opportunity to build towards this and maybe it's not the same actor maybe like you know in 10 15 years whatever, they age up that batman or maybe it's after the crisis on infinite earth they bring in an older batman um they they but i don't i don't want to start now having fractures and then try to figure it out again later
0: or if like fractures and multiverses might be a step too far for maybe something they're trying to keep a little cleaner and reboot a simpler solution would just be—I mean, I know it kind of seems silly. Oh, it's a simple solution: time travel, right? Because mm-hmm. it could still uh, a Terry McGinnis could still exist in whatever mainline universe that they want to build up, bring in some sort of time travel magic or technology, right? And they just get thrown uh, into the future, and then bam, Terry McGinnis is there. I don't know. No, nah,
1: I, I think I think if if they're going to do Batman Beyond, they need to, to to earn it and build up to it. I think if they have this in their first quote-unquote phase i'm gonna say phase right like maybe oh yeah
0: no i i, I yeah. will say i agree if they are going to kind of phase this out uh, not phase it out as in how we usually yeah, use word. Yeah, yeah. but if they're going Couple to phases, define yeah. these movies with phases i would not expect yeah. a, a batman beyond yeah. in this first
1: yeah thing. well let, let them get to maybe like phase three maybe maybe the first movie mm-hmm. after phase four is is this batman quote unquote Beyond kind of thing i don't know but there's opportunity for it i just hope i'm glad they're they're saving this because boy, could this have like confused everyone even farther, right? Like we have a uh, our Michael Keaton Batman training a younger Batman uh, with with Ben Affleck and you know uh, Robert Pattinson. This is maybe this was the fourth Batman he was talking about the other day. Um, remember the um, David Zaslav was like, "We're trying to get a, no more four Batmans." Maybe the McGinnis was the fourth Batman he was talking about. We just oh, didn't really think about it. Maybe. Yeah. So boy howdy i i can't believe we can confuse you mike in this that's, that's even, <laughs> even funner uh in good news for for people who do like dc movies uh the flash which i believe is the next dc movie correct me if i'm wrong has moved up a week to june 16th 2023 so um that's not really a lot of, of, of difference there but you know we are under the six month mark or we will be under the six month mark next week uh, to see this
0: so um yeah it's more cool. of like a threat that this movie is still happening, right? No. <laughs> it's like, remember, yep. uh, just when you thought all the problems were over for Warner Brothers and DC. well, do you They mem- have an uh, actor out here yeah. uh, running amok.
1: <laughs> well, this movie's had, a, I think, more release date changes than Morbius. And also, how many directors did it go through? Um, oh, right? yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. this, is, this is a miracle we even have a date written down. And then we'll see if they stick to it. But speaking of the Flash, the Flash, we're going to jump into the uh, one of the video game award things I want to talk about, and one of, this is the Suicide Squad: killed the Justice League game coming out um, in next year, uh, May of next year actually, so um, right before about a couple weeks before the Flash. Um, this trailer looks pretty fun, right? We've got the Suicide Squad keep featuring Captain Boomerang, uh, King Shark, I believe it, it's um, Deadshot, was it Deadshot? I believe, and Harley Quinn. Uh, with the Flash, it looks like they beat him up and captured him, and I believe Captain Boomerang cuts off his finger at one point <laughs> with a boomerang. Um, but the the biggest reveal is that Batman is in this game, and he is controlled by Brainiac, as you can tell by his purple eyes. Uh, so that means he's gonna kill people. But the best news of all is this: uh, Kevin Conroy was able to provide his voice for Batman, aka and Bruce Wayne. Uh, for the entirety of this game before he passed a couple weeks ago. So uh, as far as I know, this is his last known appearance as this character, unless something else is announced later on. But that's going to be a really, um, a emotional um, aspect of the game, right? Uh, Because Kevin Conroy has done all the Batman video, I think most of the Batman voices in all the newer recent video games. uh, And also knowing that it is his last, um, I guess, outing as the character as well.
0: Yeah, that's that's great, and this looks like it's going to be a pretty good uh, game, or at least like premium in a, in a sense where people will you know take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I suppose there could be more uh, Conroy uh, recordings out there that could uh, come out, but like it's good that it's like not some sort of weird like Batman mobile game or mm-hmm. something like that, right? It's at least in, it's going to be in a AAA title. Yeah. So uh, rest rest yeah. in peace. Yeah, be.
1: yeah, and it looks good. I mean, I, I think the humor looks great. It reminds me a lot of the Guardians game that came out last year. Um, you know, in terms of like the team dynamics and stuff like that. So, uh, really, really cross my fingers. This is, uh, this comes out good. So yeah, May 26th, 2023. The other thing, uh, from the video game awards is a video game based on Hellboy, uh, called The Web of Weird. Um, the new, it's a brand new story, uh, by Mike, uh, Magnola, And the thing I, I really want to call out here is the visual style for this game as Hellboy and he's like, I, I don't know what creature he's fighting. It's a big, you know, beastly creature. Is right out of the the, the Mike Mignola comic book, right? right? Like so, it looks like you're playing the comic panels in this. Is how cool it looks. Um, and I wouldn't say it's cel shaded, but you know what? I don't know what the artwork style is called, Mike. But I, I think it looks like really, really, really fun uh, for, yeah, for a video it, game.
0: Yeah, it just it looks exactly like the comic book. But it is kind of funny. It's like very stylistically accurate. But when I see games that look like this. I think of them more of like, oh, this is a smaller indie mm. game that's going to have a shorter campaign, maybe like a $40 price tag. So I, I wonder if there's going to be a way that this game gets elevated right into like a, you know, a, I guess $70 price tag. Now, um, I I mean, I, I feel ultimately the value of a game should come down to its... Uh, it's gameplay because that's what a video game is but like like i've I've still met people even recently that just say like oh i'm like a sucker for graphics as long as it like looks good no no matter what i'll i'll I'll, I'll play it right so like there's still people out there like that in the world so i guess we'll see kind of where this you know ends up uh ends up landing
1: yeah, it says, you know, um, again, the description on the YouTube trailer says, Monsters, toe-to-toe brawling, you need to chain together hard-hitting melee and ranged attacks to fight a diverse array of increasingly nightmarish enemies. Um, you know, there was another um, a game announcement this week was a, a blend of... Um, uh, well, it's Castlevania. It's it's another game and then also Castlevania at the same time I, this doesn't look like it's side-scrolling It kind of looks like maybe third-person fighting, but you gotta watch mm. this trailer folks like literally it looks stunning Like just right out of the comic book pages like the the bright reds the the, the dark shadows and the white pops of white it's just fantastic and um, I'd, I'd love to see some you know act you know, more gameplay like you know I, There's probably gameplay in here. I just can't really pick out what it is based on this trailer um, mm-hmm. but it's really cool, you know, um, that, um, Mignola's back for it. It's a, it's a unique story. So it's not like retelling a comic book, um, and, and does that. It kind of reminded me a little bit of like, was it game limbo a little bit, um, in terms of like the coloring, uh, you know, how she's using the, 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 comic book colors, but yeah, it's just unbelievable. You guys have to watch that link in the trailer. Um, moving along we're going to switch gears into X-Men. This is a, a bit of a, a, a weird thing to come out this week is a never- previously announced pre-disney merger x-men script called x-men fear the beast has made its way online um and uh, this
0: was a a a video game or not a video game or no
1: this is this is a movie this is a movie okay um so this is a story by byron burton and john ottman i don't know who those are wow
0: wow I was oh, sorry. I just wasn't expecting the leak to literally be the PDF, the PDF of, of the a script. A One hundred page script. Uh, all right, hold on. I'm doing an experiment here. I'm scrolling. I'm gonna say it looks like I'm probably in the third act right now. I'm just gonna read one, just one segment. I just right, landed. What on, page right? are you on? What page are you on? So I'm people... on. I'm on page seventy-two. Okay, top of seventy-two. Exterior log cabin two hunters stand side by side they fire their pump action shotguns boom 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 they unload on mega beast okay mega beast i guess yep. i guess a beast really beasts out in this movie yep. uh, mega beast runs towards them using his human shields as protection boom boom click hunter 4 is out of ammo hunter 4 Shit! Yeah. So that's just a a little yeah. segment. It looks like maybe here from like a third act action scene.
1: <laughs> yeah. So this this the script actually stars, as you can tell, Beast. Uh, right. Um. It was supposed to be played by Nicholas Holt. Wolverine, uh, played by Hugh Jackman. Windigo, uh, which is was supposed to be a mutant in this, uh, where someone has a similar transformation to Beast, but it's more of a white, um, I guess snow Beast, if you will, and a uh, Mister Sinister as well. We're supposed Ex- to be in this xavier's in it because uh, yeah, a little a, bit on the, the, the last page he's yeah, in there yeah he, he's at the start um where he he tells beast about this using cerebro but the the whole focus was mostly on beast wolverine uh hunting Windigo and the mr sinister plot of how to like use this wendigo blood to possibly make beast better which is why we get the mega beast in there as well so um yeah this this whole movie script is in here um again made, made a long time ago i think is the date on here no the date's off the front of it um but uh yeah this is just this is just wild that a whole movie script is online for for an (laughs) x-men movie i thought it was fan based but it looks like it was actually um you know uh, maybe solicited as a pitch to them as well for for fox to make this um before
0: before dark
1: phoenix i believe it was set so um yeah, that's wild. I, mean, I I I can tell you're over there reading it, Mike. You're enthralled with this story. Here. No,
0: I mean I I love this kind of uh, stuff. So I was reading the very last line, which was like the post credit scene of revealing uh, Mister Sinister. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, this stuff is great because like this is just the tip of the iceberg. Every movie studio out there, like that owns and or holds on to these huge IPs, if they're not actively making the movie they are getting scripts and treatments for these ideas and these ip they might not necessarily do anything with them but there are servers and hard drives out there in these studios of potential versions of all of these movies that just never got made so yeah think of any superhero you like chris i guarantee you I guarantee you there is some sort of at least outline or treatment for a century oh, movie, if, well, uh, I, over at Marvel.
1: I have written several. Hopefully they've gotten my mail. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. And, the, the
0: ones that are out there, those are the ones you've been seeing. Yeah, okay.
1: yeah, so if, if, um, hopefully they, they they get back to me soon on those. But, yeah, I, I think this is fantastic. If you've got some time, you want to read the script, see what a movie script looks like. If you've never really seen one, this is a good place to start. And, again, none of this will probably ever come to fruition, but maybe some of these ideas – uh, could be could be used later right like um sometimes a, an initial treatment is just the structure and pieces are pulled out and rearranged and, and before the whole whole thing's made but I, I think it's cool to see that the the production behind it
0: or maybe this was just thrown into a bot and this is what was spit out mike a couple months oh my like gosh i i will use this as an opportunity yeah go to ahead. say I, I played with that i played with that new ai chat bot and that thing's freaky Uh, occasionally you'll ask it a question that'll just be like, I don't know anything about this person as I, so I don't know. Good luck. Uh, but then you'll, if you just, it can do, I think the, the most impressive thing is the different types of writing styles it can do. It, it doesn't just put out paragraphs of ideas, right? If you want it to write it a list, it'll give, it'll write you a list. If you want bullet points of certain ideas, it'll give you that. It can write you haikus. It can write screenplay well, formats. Well, the screenplay, uh, one, cause
1: it, you wrote like a little, like you sent a prompt about something about a couple of it, yeah, group it, chat and I was like, Oh, this is wild.
0: Yeah. So I would say it's fun, but also I will say, because we like to talk a lot about this AI stuff on the podcast recently, I want to say as a caveat, it is really, really important to realize all of this stuff is trained on things that was already created by creative people, whether they're creative writers, whether they were artists out there. So it's not like this is... Like some savant programmer invented an artificial brain that dreams up this stuff out of nowhere. This is just all just re-put-together puzzle pieces of things that have already been out there. And we're to the point now with it where you're not always going to be able to track down the little bits and bobs. Like It could have given me a phrase or a whole sentence. That came straight out of somebody else's writing, and unless somebody like Google searches, you know, like every single word or line of something that this chatbot puts out, you might never know that it's just ripping somebody off. Yeah. So that, that's all I want to say. It's been fun to play with and see what it can do, but don't start taking these things and maybe try to like monetize them and claim that you, you know, you're some sort of a genius. That's all I want to say. You can't stop progress and technology that's the one thing i'm seeing on the other side like we can be very worried about what the ai is doing and i think that's fair but unfortunately there's nothing you can really do to stop it that's just kind of how technology works so i just hopefully people will act a little more ethically moving forward when it comes with some of these things but as of right now it's just it's just fun to play it's, fun. Around it's with. a fun I'm toy not, like we, yeah. we goof
1: around with it like we we've put stupid shit in those things like for hours you know uh that's, that's really about where it is. I, I don't mm-hmm. think I'd ever use it for anything. It is fun to do. Um, I'll tell you, you know, um, if you got an idea and you're like, the thumbnail, again, Mike, crazy thumbnails, we were both throwing this in several bots to try to get it to create the thumbnail you, you made today uh, based yeah, on I voice props. So that was really fun, yeah. but we never got anything close, but it was fun.
0: Yeah, a really, actually, I think a really fun use for it is it does kind of just help you shake loose, you know, your brain if you're just trying to come up with ideas, right? Like, you know, you could even be like, oh, like I'm going to, I'm going to cook like a four course dinner or whatever, you know, for my friends. Like, oh, what should I make? You know, you could have this AI bot, like recommend you some things. And like, it's not like you're going to write, you're going to follow that recipe word for word. Cause you know, they might be substituting sugar for salt and you might not even know it, but you know, it can shake some cobwebs yeah. loose and get it going and maybe remind you of some other things.
1: Yeah. P- point you in a good direction. Yes. Will, so. All right, we're gonna shift gears. we end the show with uh, several Star Wars points, Mike. So let's let's jump into. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna build my lightsaber in my head right now. That's what I'm doing at Disney. Two weeks. All right. Less than two weeks. Uh, General. Uh, we're going to Ahsoka, and so this new rumor is that General Thrawn and Ezra Bridger were sent to a galaxy different than the one that we're in Star Wars, called the New Beyond. And in that galaxy, they use force differently than we've ever seen before in the movies and shows, which. It's mostly come down to like force pushes and pulls and lightnings um but quote-unquote magic users in star wars likely came from this universe because they're using the force in different ma- different manners uh, no. and how they interact with it and see it because uh, they weren't dictated by like jedi and sith right in in terms of like the force stuff uh the other part of this rumor is that the skeleton crew is also setting the because they're lost kids lost in space is also set in this new beyond universe. And this is how Mm -hmm. they're going to be tying together. um, Some of these stories in different points. Oh
0: yeah. Is I, I feel like the, the best way to make sure that uh, you are right either way. It pans out is just to say like, doesn't this whole idea of kind of going, outside of the star wars galaxy for the first time kind of seems like it could be the best idea or Mm -hmm. the worst idea right i could see it going either way so polarizing right let's say it doesn't work Easiest thing to say is, well, why on earth did they think leaving the galaxy, like, Star Wars was never necessarily about its location in time or space, it was about the characters, the story, the drama, you know, all of the artifice that they built, you know, with lightsabers, that was just set dressing, it was just about telling good dramatic stories. But if it goes great, you could say this is exactly what Star Wars needed. They needed a new, fresh take, a new perspective, (laughs) some new ideas and elements to reinvigorate the franchise. Like, I could see it going so polar.
1: Here's the beauty of of these is, uh, one, the end of Rebels um, sent, you know, Thrawn and Ezra to a different galaxy, right? They sent them through hyperspace not knowing where they were going, and that's why they haven't found them for years. So them coming back, finding their way back is a way to say hey we were out here this is how things work to introduce an idea if that doesn't work you know skeleton crew could probably make a couple changes real fast and say we're not in that universe right like they have a, a quick out if it's not being receptive well but if it is they can like you said they could lean into it even more um so i think by using these two you know mention it offhand in ahsoka you know test your waters put your feet in skeleton crew probably leave a couple blanks maybe film some alternate you know scenes just in case, and they can change it real fast. I, I think that's yeah. the beauty of this stuff. So um, we are in a good point for Star Wars. Knock on wood, Mike. Let's hopefully see if they they continue through with this. Um, with that, another thing behind the scenes um, photo here of actress Daphne Keen, who played X twenty three in the Logan movie, the the little the, the clone. She was a young girl back then, right? Uh, obviously, time people grow up. We get to see her in this new um, acolyte TV show in. What appears to be, she looks like a Sith, if I'm going to say anything, right? Like, she's got, like, kind of red eyes, contacts, uh, maybe
0: some bones or, or
1: horns growing through her hair as well. Um, yeah,
0: it's hard to tell if those are bones or different kind of colored dreads. But, yeah, you you nailed it right on the <laughs> head. You look at this character and its design and you go, evil. evil. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, I, I think I think it's,
0: it's really, really cool looking.
1: I, I You know, she doesn't look like... Um, Again, like, the little girl in Logan at all with all the, the makeup and stuff, too. But, like, I was just saying she's got some, like, bows, like, arrows. Um, She's got a blaster, like, a, and then arrows on her thing. So I'm interested to see kind of what weaponry they're using back then in the um the High Republic era. Or, like, you know, where the where the dark side users, maybe she doesn't have a lightsaber yet. And she's got to, you know, use these older-fashioned stuff. But I like the look. This is, I you know, I've never seen a character design like this in Star Wars. So it was cool to see them going down that road with with a little differentness Mm -hmm. on that uh next up the bad batch uh if you've not watched the first season it is very very good it was animated i believe it came out earlier this year uh 16 episodes the second season has been confirmed um with uh, the date release has been confirmed with a new trailer uh for january 4th 2023 it will have a two-part debut on january 4th a two-part middle uh, and and the season end will also be two part release as well uh, through April. So this will be airing alongside uh, Mandalorian season three uh, on on Disney Plus. I did I didn't think they they
0: sync them up, but they're they're doing they're doing them both through the whole thing, Mike. As well. Yeah, they must be having uh, either enough content on Disney Plus where yeah. now they have to start doubling up, or maybe they want to kind of see if they can synergize a little bit with those two titles
1: yeah i can see um possibly some of this you know this takes place right after order 66 like the that order goes on during the first season very kicks off very quickly you know some of the stuff may be tied into characters that are introduced in mandalorian season three right um uh dave filoni um this is you know the clone wars is his baby right this is his story like he knows these characters inside and out i could totally see him planning some stuff in this animated stuff to, to come to live action later down the road um people who who are fighting the empire mandalorian comes across them i don't know so um yeah biggest thing here is you know obviously the clones are starting to get some more unique armor colors through this um we get the i i I knew it right away It was like that's wanda sykes as one of the voices of the characters Mm -hmm. in the trailer so um yeah it it, to me looks you know like more more bad batch i'm interested to see um you know the return of some of the good clones if you will, like. Rex. He was he was in there. So if you've not watched the first season, I, I recommend checking out. This is coming out January, uh, January fourth on Disney Plus. So start the new year with some Star Wars content. And lastly, Mike, did you watch this awesome gameplay reveal trailer for Jedi Survivor, the sequel to Fallout? Yeah,
0: Hard? I I watched it the I watched it the other day. Um I feel like the biggest uh the biggest takeaways I have from when I watched it for being somebody that never Beat the first game and only played like a very little bit of it is there seem to be some like interesting like new droids I saw on this trailer that I have not come across within Star Wars. So that's kind of that'll be kind of fun to see where that goes. And then also the, the last I checked in with uh, with this, uh, I guess, sequel uh, was the mysterious person in in, in the floating tank? Yep. So now they're out of the tank. I don't know what that means. Do we yeah. do we have any new information now nope. that they're untanked?
1: They they we do not know. Um, they know they've been there. F- they've been in this stasis for a long time. A lot of people think that this person's been there for hundreds of years. Um, from the New Order or like from from the uh, High Republic era, right? Like they oh, okay, like they've been in there for a very long time. It kind of gives me vibes that they might be the villain of the story, right? He's like, I don't want to be trapped again um so he might be a dark side user right that they they, they mm-hmm. put in there uh to me a couple, couple of things here um calic he's grown up a little bit they give him a more adult look than the previous game uh some new force abilities um you know you get to see him pick up a stormtrooper and hold the blaster and shield and, and he shoots the other ones you did mention the battle droids are back the the from from clone wars and then um, a couple um, Bounty Hunter scenes, you get to see him actually do some new stances with the lightsaber where he pulls out a second lightsaber. Um, so that's really fun to see the second lightsaber. And lastly, it looks like there is a um, secondary uh, character who, like, you can, like, do combos with. Kind of like in God of War or, like, um, The Last of Us, right? Like, that second player is, like, a computer control, but you can do, like, finishing moves with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, there's a guy, like, backflips over you and... Um, like, finishes off somebody there. So, I, I, I think it looks really, really good, if I'm going to be honest. Now,
0: now remind me again. Is this game in the, as I'm going to start calling it, the Ando or the Mando timeline? It's, That's it's like, Andor. This this is set in okay. between
1: 3 and 4. Um, okay, gotcha. And um, I don't know how many years after... Uh, I don't know how long after the first one this is set set place. Because uh, this could be running in parallel with the obi One show. Uh, it was mm-hmm. what we presumed before. So I don't know um, where, where he is or where it's taking place. But it, she did say that he's may, becoming number one, I guess, uh, enemy on the on the Empire's list. So, uh, very excited. It looks like the gameplay's improved. What I was afraid of was, like, these games make you forget everything you know from the last game and then um, you have to relearn, re-learn it all. But skills, it looks yeah. like they're not doing that on this one. Like You're going to have everything from the last game and you get to add on to it. Um, one of the cool scenes... And I, I always go back and watch it. I believe it's, like, later in the trailer. He's, like, running down um a path with both lightsabers spinning around wildly as he's, like, deflecting blaster shots from droids or, like, a stormtrooper. And I'm like, oh, he's got some real cool moves this time. Um, and you know me. I'm not a, uh, um, I, 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 Dark Souls, I've tried it. You know, it's fine. Um, Elden Ring, I, I didn't play, which won Game of the Year. Congratulations, Elden Ring. Yay. I had the Game Awards. Um but this this is plays Dark Souls like right, um, and I, I really really enjoy this. Maybe it's maybe it's the atmosphere, the story, right? I maybe have the affinity for Star Wars, but um, it's looking it's looking pretty good, looking pretty good. Uh, so that trailer is in our show notes. The other thing I was gonna say right before this, um, uh, the video game awards. we didn't get any spider-man 2 or wolverine trailer mike that's really the reason i guess i was disappointed right that we didn't get Mm -hmm. that uh we got you know against star wars we got you know i I was like oh we didn't get any comic book stuff i'm like yeah we did we got the suicide squad and hellboy but i was like man i'm really disappointed sony didn't like come swinging literally and figuratively uh with uh spider-man 2 trailer because i think that would have really really hit the airwaves pretty good or at least some wolverine gameplay
0: yeah, it makes you wonder. I mean, obviously the development timeline for these games are mm. so so long comparative to the movies, but who knows maybe what 6 7 more months, maybe San Diego Comic-Con, they mm-hmm. they'll have a opportunity to show something there, who knows.
1: Yeah, I was going to see I think they um someone was even like tweeted at them or reached out to them and they were like, "Yeah, we're still releasing it in 2023." So maybe maybe they're looking to, you know, re- reduce the time between reveal and when and release right that way like hey we're gonna release it and then hype 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 for like two weeks or, or not two, weeks, two months three months and then release it kind of deal um my fears it's gonna be holiday 2023 right like we need to sell playstations at christmas let's let's push it out at the end of the end of the year so um yeah well, anyways, that's our episode. Last one. Again, reminder that we will be out for the next two weeks uh, for the holidays. So hopefully everyone else has a safe, happy holidays with your family and loved ones. Uh, if you um, do anything cool, get anything cool over that, let us know. Reach out to us, right? Uh, we want to we wanna see all the cool stuff you get for Christmas. But um, in the meantime, if people know what you're up to, Mike, where can they find you at?
0: Well, they can find me at... Mike Royer Design on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can read my webcomics at pickledcomics.com because people want to catch up with you. Mm-hmm. Where can they find you?
1: You can find me every week except the next two weeks here on Supergirl Slate and also on Instagram at Valdan87, V A L D A N. If people want to know more about the show, uh, where they can get ready to come back uh, to listen to our Avatar Wave Water review, that's what everyone's clamoring for, and more, where can they get all those good episodes at?
0: Yes, well, after you finish wrapping up your Christmas, your Hanukkah, your Kwanzaa, your Boxing Day, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like there's might be one other... It, whatever you, you know, celebrate. Uh, oh, exactly. it's Festivus.
1: You're forgetting Festivus, the most important oh, yeah, holiday Festivus. of all.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, after you finish all of that, head on over to SuperHeroSlate.com and check underneath our tree, also know, known as our show notes where you can see all the things that we talked about here on today's episode. Uh, stay subscribed, stay tuned. Like Chris said, we're going to be talking about Avatar here in the new year. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you'd love to listen to find podcasts. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and get merch at superheroslate.com slash store. We we'll love hearing from you. Please reach out. Let us know how your holiday went, how your year went, right? It's the end of the year. Brand new year. What are your resolutions? What was your favorite movie or TV show of the year? Uh, we all know mine was Severance. And with a special special consideration and honor for Holly and the hot chocolate. Get one more in before the end of the year, Chris. God damn it. <laughs> so we love our super fans. So if you want to be a super fan, all you got to do is share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy, and we'll be here every year, folks.
1: That's right. We'll catch you guys next year.
0: Bye. Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe.